All right, so this podcast episode is going to be a little different. There's not a blog or a video that goes along with it because it's just going to be me talking. Um, I wanted to give a little bit of background on to where the Radio Fam kind of came from because uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't really know. So this will be really great to fill in all my two listeners. Hi, Mom. To how this thing got started, where it's evolved to. And I'm going to try to make a really long story as short as I possibly can. So I was somebody that was super excited about how companies could use social media to promote themselves. And it seemed like there was a very slow adaption to Facebook, especially in the radio industry. And it always seemed a little surprising just because social media was just kind of like the hip thing. And, you know, radio was supposed to be the hip, cool thing. I really didn't think too much of it, though, until Instagram started. My friend told me about Instagram almost right away. Um, It took me a little bit to jump on it, but I jumped on in 2012 and almost right away decided to start one for my radio station. I figured it would be a really cool way to get our logo in front of people because I figured, man, all these people are going over to Instagram. What better way to get people to see us? And it doesn't cost anything. So the station was fine with it, like to the point like they didn't really care. You know, they were just like, yeah, yeah, go have fun with Instagram. (laughs) And I was pretty impressed at how I was able to grow the Instagram without any station support. And what I mean by that is like there was no push for it on any of uh, like on Facebook or anything. And there was no on air push like, hey, go follow us on Instagram. None of that. I literally. Oh, my gosh. The way I built that Instagram was so like tedious. And but I got so many genuine followers, like organic followers out of it. Um, I will do I want to do like a whole separate episode or maybe even blog on that because I would be so curious to know if anybody else built their Instagrams the same way. So in like March 2013, I actually started a radio Instagram account. I would share, you know, like radio memes and then I tried to find radio people and reshare their photos similarly to what I do now, except it's god awful. Um, (laughs) The page actually still exists. And even though it's embarrassing at what it looks like, it's actually kind of nice that it's still there because it shows me how far I've come. And it still exists because I forgot the password and I don't know the recovery at email address. I don't know the password, nothing. So I'm completely lost on that one. But so yeah, you can look it up. It is called Insta Radiogram. And that's back when a lot of people were hopping on Instagram. People were like, you know, it'd be like insta something so I was looking for insta radio or radio insta radiogram like dumb shit like that and none of them were available so I had to go with insta radiogram (laughs) real creative there's so many other ways I could have gone with that but you know now that account only lasted a few months because at this same time I was going through a transition at the radio station it was about time for me to leave and find a full-time job somewhere else and Again, that's a whole nother story, but uh, long story short, I finally landed a job around like May 2013. So I was getting busy with this whole new venture and I kind of set the radio Instagram aside. Now I was still, um, I was still running the, I was still running the radio station Instagram because I actually asked if I could stay on part time and still work like events and remotes and stuff. And they said that that was fine. So That was super cool of them. Um, And yeah, they were fine with me still messing with the Instagram. They still weren't that interested in it. So then about a year later in 2014, 
um, you know, Instagram starting to pick up more traction. We're starting to get more followers. And one day I put up this e-card and then one of the jocks on our station texted me and was like, you should take that down. It's inappropriate. And I'm like, it's PG-13 at best. <laughs> I mean, it's PG-13 at worst, but okay. Are, are you like, and I, I, I clap back like, Hey, this is the most, the highest engaging posts we've had on Instagram. Everybody loves it. There's not one negative comment. He's like, yeah, it's a bit much. <laughs> so at that point I was just frustrated. Like, all right, I, you know, I, I was enjoying that I could kind of create this community and have a little bit of influence on the people that followed our Instagram account. And so at that point, you know, I'm like, I'm not getting paid to do this anymore. And so, yeah, so it was about that time that I just set it to side and was like, you know what, like, I'm not, I can't, you know, build this thing and have somebody tell me how to do it. It just doesn't sit right. So in the meantime, even though I was still working at the radio station, instead of going back to the radio thing, I don't know, I, I think I just had this like, you know, like I was like, I'm not an influencer. I wasn't trying to be somebody building up my personal brand. But what could I build on Instagram that could like build a community and like influence people? And I wasn't even thinking of that like in a money perspective it was just kind of like, I mean, there were a few like businessy type ideas along the way, but it was more like the Instagram side of it and the challenge behind that social media and engagement piece that I really was interested in exploring. So over the next few years, I found myself experimenting, yeah, with different kinds of Instagrams. Like I started this like meme Instagram account and it was like all Rihanna memes um, that I either curated or made on my own. Um, I had like a, I wanted, I decided, well, maybe I should paint shoes and sell them on Etsy. So I tried that for a little, or so I tried an Instagram like that called like I made those shoes or something. And I'm like, oh my God, it takes so much time to paint them. It's not worth the money that I would get paid for these. Uh, same thing with like um, blinging things. Like I don't think people realize if you do like individual rhinestones, how long that takes, myself included, until I actually did it. Because I was like, well, maybe I'll bling out people's like radio station shirts. And but oh my God, it's like, again, not worth the time. And I know that people wouldn't pay the money. I wouldn't as a radio person to get my clothes blinged and pay out the asshole for it. I went to visit my parents one time and they were telling me about, you know how um, a lot of people do those like painted rock things where people paint rocks with like artwork or like inspirational quotes and they hide them around their city. And I was like, wow, I don't think anybody's doing that in Colorado. You know, and I tried to look online and find anything and it didn't look like anybody was doing this painted rock stuff in Colorado yet. So I was like, all right, I jumped on it. I painted some rocks. I like I think I grabbed the handles and created the Facebook groups for Denver Rocks or something or Colorado Rocks. Just like both of them started two Facebook groups, you know, took these nice pictures, made them my profile pictures. And like I seriously got everything all set up to be like, all right, like I'm going to run this painted rock effort. And after it was all set up, it was like, oh, my God, I'm not interested in doing this. Like I'm not passionate enough about painting rocks to make my Instagram focused on it. So literally all that work and I just pushed it aside. Then I thought, oh, okay, we had just moved into this new neighborhood and you know, it was, it's downtown and I'd pick up litter sometimes when we'd be out walking the dogs in the morning. 
I thought, oh, why don't I start like a cleaning effort? And, you know, I can get people to like tag photos of them cleaning up stuff around the neighborhood and, and all that. And again, great idea. I am, you know, passionate, I guess, personally about that stuff, but not, I don't think passionate and loud enough to create that effort in my neighborhood. And yep, after getting the Instagram and taking a few pictures and getting that set up, it was done. I have multiple of these stories, but I won't walk through each one of them. And as Instagram is con- and social media in general is just continuing to build, you know, I'm seeing how influencers and brands and all these things are using social media. I was really fascinated by it and kind of confused as to why radio people weren't jumping on it quicker. I just felt like, man, they should be all over this stuff. The influencer and like social media monetization market should be saturated with radio people because they're like the original influencers. And I know some people don't like that word, but again, like it's not, you don't always just have to think that it's the person, you know, pushing something that's like they don't believe in and they're just taking the money for it. Like, first of all, you, whenever possible, you want to make sure that you are endorsing things that you actually believe in. Because you want to build that trust with your audience. That way they'll continue to be influenced by you. And that's not just to buy things. That's to show up places. That's to support things that, you know, your radio station's pushing or that personality's brand is about. And some people will, you know, hate on influencers for pushing these things that, you know, just for the money. But also at the same time, how different is that from, you know, when we've taken an endorsement from you know, a finance company down the road that we know is shady in town, but I mean, they're paying you. So, you know, that's just a whole, again, another subject we'll talk about. So then time's just going on and I'm looking around like, okay, well, man, like if too bad, I don't want to be a radio personality because I would be all over this stuff. I tried to tell people that were close to me or I don't know, people just weren't really understanding, I guess, what I was saying about all this stuff. So then I thought, okay, what if I could build an Instagram and get it monetized and then I could show people, hey, look what I can do. If I can do this, you know, and I'm just some like behind the scenes part-time promotions girl, look at what you can do. And then I think when it really hit me was when, you know, I'm realizing that influencers for Instagram posts, sometimes we're getting paid more for an Instagram post than like somebody I know on like a major day part doing an endorsement for a company and I'm like that just makes no sense you know here's another place to get that money and it cuts out like the middle person let's we should be all over this so I thought okay what if I create something on Instagram and I'm able to get it monetized and if I can just just get it monetized a little bit I can at least prove that, look, if I can do that and I'm some like behind the scenes, part-time promotions girl who's not trying to be out there as like an influencer, imagine what you can do as a radio personality. I was like, well, I guess I have to like lead by example. So instead of just putting myself all out there, I thought, well, let's revisit that radio, that Instagram radio idea and see if if there's something there. So in the summer of 2017, I decided, all right, let me just start an Instagram account that highlights 
people in promotions because, you know, I know promotions well, you know, I'm, I'm not an expert at being on air. So I don't know that I could like speak to that content. And, you know, I I think I was just being a little shy about it. So let's just start with something I know that I can talk about. So I was, you know, sharing pictures of radio stations, you know, out on the streets, their setups, trying to find promotions people, but it was a little hard to find promotions people on Instagram. It's definitely not as easy as it is to find, you know, on air people. So I started to build it up and up through the next few months and I got, you know, a decent amount of following, but at some point I was like, okay, it's, it's slowing down a little bit and I think, you know, I need to appeal to a wider audience in radio and especially tap into like the egos of radio people and not like in a bad way, but just like, you know, they're the ones that are going to be excited and about their photos and the stuff they're doing being shared, especially if I can grow this a little more, you know, like, hey, their content's being put in front of their radio peers. So it was like early 2000. So it was like early 2018, I changed the name to the Radio Fam and because I wanted it to be inclusive of everybody in radio, all the way to the salespeople, the engineers, the interns, Everybody that gets forgotten about, um, you know, the former radio people turn podcasters, the internet radio people, just people that have a passion for radio. Why not? I wanted it to be a place that everyone could feel welcome. And sure enough, that worked. You know, radio people, the personalities were excited about that stuff. And I was surprised when they started, you know, resharing my content or being excited about being on the page. And the more they got excited, the more their peers got excited. And it just kind of grew and grew. And I'm like, wow, it's actually growing a little bit more than I thought it would. But again, I'm just like, hey, guys, look, like, this is so cool. Like, I'm just completely made the radio fam up. It's completely made up. And look, I have people following it and people enjoying it and influenced by it. And it's and you know the amazing messages I get really what fuels it you know people just being like this is so you know being really happy about the community and the way they feel the way it makes them feel and I have so many of those messages screenshot like wow I guess I should keep doing this you know so it's changed a lot like if you've been there from the beginning like there's definitely been a bunch of little changes that I do along the way and that's what's so fun about creating something is like you don't have to have a plan exactly what you're doing when you're diving into it, you just figure it out along the way. Um, don't put so much pressure on yourself. Well, I have to do it this way. You know, you want to use some guidelines to things that you learn, but some of it's just have fun with experimenting with it. I think that's my favorite part is that I don't have somebody, I don't have anybody texting me and telling me to take down any of my content. I can do whatever I want. And that's the most freeing and exciting and The part that makes me feel the most creative is that I have 100% creative control. So this whole time I've really wanted people to use it as an example because literally I just use a formula that's a little bit of influencer and a little bit of radio station and I feel like, you know, that's where I come up with the radio fam. So yeah, I wanted people to maybe apply some certain things that I do to their radio stations or their own personal brands. So early 2020, I had thought, okay, I actually, I want to sell a few things in my store, like some necklaces or something. That way I can hopefully offset the cost a little bit of like hosting the website and just some little fees here and there. Some stickers, you know, I would buy stickers and give them away for free on the Instagram account. So then of course COVID hit and then we're in quarantine and that effort surfaced a lot quicker than I thought it was going to. And I'm so glad it did. 
because while I was in quarantine and kind of researching and figuring out how I'm going to sell these necklaces and stuff, it started sparking all these other ideas. And what I love is now, you know, I went from a year ago wanting to sell some necklaces to having a full-blown store and continuing to invest that money for better things or better things for my audience. You know, I was able to send somebody to Morning Show Boot Camp over the summer. The website has a full blog now that, gosh, wouldn't be half as amazing as it is if it wasn't for some of the amazing blog contributions that I have in there. So thank you. Thank you. Um, gosh, I don't want to start naming people because I don't want to forget somebody. So head over to my blog and there's some really rad people in there <laughs> that do really great content and they are so very awesome for letting me share their content in my blog. So even my website went from being a landing page to this website that I want it to be a resource for people. I'm still working every day at improving it and making it and bringing it where I want it to be. And it's a slow process, but I am getting there and I'm super proud of it every day. And if you have not checked out the blog, I really recommend you do and go to the category section and there's just so many great stuff in there I'm trying to fill each of those categories you know for example like podcasting um, your home studio stuff um, for people that are still in radio and how to navigate the industry there or people that are outside of radio and they want help there um, some resources for you know from some insight from people that have done some other jobs outside of radio I just want it to be a hub of resources for people that have a passion for the radio industry, but need some help. And at the end of the day, I'm just at a place in my radio career, I guess, where I became very content with my value as a person and how I can use my experience in and out of the industry to help people, especially like younger people. I have like a special spot in my heart for you guys because <laughs> I felt when I was younger in the industry in my early 20s that you know, people would constantly just look at us like, oh, well, you don't know what you're talking about. You guys are young, you know, you're unseasoned, you haven't been here long and all that. But at the same time, you know, when social media and all that's happening, that's new for everybody, you know, so it's not like people, you know, in front of us had a ton more experience than us. We're all learning it at the same time. And when you have people that are completely denying that this digital stuff and social media and all this stuff is happening, well, then those are the ones that are going to get left behind. And I was like, gosh, there's so many things that I felt that if they had listened to us, that they would be better off right now. Because if like, I guess I just felt if we would have worked together better, because there was absolutely some things like so many great things that I learned from seasoned radio people above me. But I always felt that me and my peers were always looked at as just children I mean even now sometimes <laughs> I, I guess I do show up at you know my I am a just a part-time promotions person or whatever so people sometimes still think I'm an intern um, but what young people are doing especially these young creators and these trends that they pick up or the way they figure out how to make money I am just so fascinated by all that stuff so I welcome young people's ideas you know I am always trying to look out for trends and gosh trying to be careful not to be like the old person that's like not cool because man like I am getting older and there's a lot of stuff I can't get away with anymore and it sucks you guys it sucks <laughs> but 
gosh, even on this journey of talking to these people that I've connected with through Radio Fam, we'll be talking and I'm like, oh my gosh, you sound so smart. And I'm like learning so much from you. How old are you? And they're like 10, 11 years younger than myself. And I'm like, wow, well, you're on the right track because you are way more mature than I was at that age. My young people, if you feel discouraged about people that are you know, holding you back at work or you know, poo-pooing on your ideas. Uh, I think, you know, that this is even the other side of Radio Fam too, is that by connecting people all over the country, this has helped myself included, but I wanted other people to connect with each other and see that good people exist. You know, sometimes you're stuck in a situation and you're like, man, this is what radio's like. This sucks. Like, my boss is a fucking asshole. Like, I get treated like shit. Th- this like I thought radio was gonna be fun like why you know why why do I feel crappy going to work every day why am I waking up dreading my job and I think by opening up the communication across the industry it shows us that you know what it's really all about your situation and that good people do exist in the industry Um, great situations do exist you have to go find them Um, unfortunately you know it doesn't just you know you don't just end up at this radio station and everything's great sometimes it you know sometimes it is sometimes you end up at a great spot and sometimes you don't but you can at least maybe be encouraged that wow okay there are some inspiring people out there I mean as I've said even myself I will be you know on LinkedIn or something and being like oh my gosh like there are other people that think like me I was right in thinking that the way my manager is treating me is wrong because sometimes you don't know that if nobody's around to like tell you that that treatment is wrong and you know if it's your first job and but if you network with some other people and you're realizing wait a second hold on hold on I have questions (laughs) um so I hope gosh that the radio fam can help you with that too and realize that if you're somebody that hasn't done both you're going to deal with politics and bullshit there's managers that suck inside and outside of radio so my thing that I've been telling everybody is to go Chase your dream situation, not your dream job. Because how do you, at the end of the day, really know that that's your dream job? You know, let's say that your dream job is to go work a morning show on Z100. You know, I'm just using that as an example. And you get there and you're like, okay, either I'm not getting paid enough or my manager's the worst. There's all these situations, you know, my, the relationship I'm in sucks. There's just all these different factors that go into you know, your job, your commute, how much time you're getting to spend at home. You know, do you have kids? Do you have pets? Do you have what, you know, what are your priorities? So instead of chasing that dream job and then like being like, okay, I got to make it work. Take time to think more about your dream situation. What are the things, the tiny, what are the little things that make you happy? It doesn't have to be that one thing you're passionate about. It can be the tiniest things like, man, I really like going for walks in the park. I love if I have Gosh, if there's a park nearby, I that just makes me so happy. Okay, so you know that that's something that you probably want in your next situation. You're like, I want a boss that's more of a mentor. I don't want somebody that just gives me tasks to do. I want to learn somebody and I want a mentor. So I'm going to look for those characteristics in my next situation. And I know that if I'm not getting that, you know, once I'm there and and realizing, hold on, this is not the right situation that, you know, maybe I'm going to start looking for other options and trying to change that situation. You know, if there's a a piece that's not working for you, fix that. It could be something as simple. It's, It's a relationship. You could have your dream job and you could have a crappy relationship at home 
you know, so you're not happy overall. So like keep the, so if the dream, if the job's great, keep the job, the relationship's crappy, get rid of that and constantly find yourself reevaluating your, the things that make you happy. Cause sometimes you just, you just don't maybe know sometimes like it, you're like, wow, hold on. I have to think about myself for a second. Wait, I, I have to d- dive deep and figure out what I actually like doing. And sometimes that can be a lot of pressure for people. But again, just think about just those little things and, and really think about is this job, you know, do I want this job because it looks good on paper or do I want this job because it really fulfills me? Chase the thing that makes you happy and fulfills you. You know, if you love the town that you live in and you don't want to go chase that radio job all over the country, you don't have to. Gosh, especially now with technology, you don't have to chase a radio job all over the world. There are ways to get it done. There are ways to broadcast your message. There are ways to get in front of people, tell your story. You don't need the radio station to do that for you. You don't need a radio company to do that for you. There, that's what's so cool about now is there's not all these boundaries you can build your home studio and you can work for those places. You can create your own radio stations on the internet. You can start a podcast. There's just so many cool things you can do now. And ask yourself why you got into radio. You know, if you're getting into radio because you want to be on TV, well, screw it. Don't let radio hold you back. Get on Twitch. Get on, get on, start streaming. Create your own channel. Like, you know, that way you can be discovered. You can start building a fan base anyway and you can get picked up. Don't wait to get an internship at a TV station so you can, you know, maybe work on some like demo reel. No, go start it. Go. I've been seeing, I see people do that on TikTok all the time that are just like, wow, this person is not a weather reporter, but they are, you know, 17 and sound just as good as a seasoned one. (laughs) You know, it is so amazing how people can get discovered and the things that can come of just really putting your creativity out there and not letting the radio station hold you back. So I think... At the end of the day, it's important just not to put all your eggs in one basket, no matter what that is, because just think that if you're putting all your value and time and worth into whatever that thing is, whether it's a person or a job, if you lose that, then like you lose you. But just think that when you have all of your pieces or all the things that make you happy kind of spread out, that if you lose one of those things that's not as devastating because you have all those other things to ground you and this just becomes almost like a little piece of the puzzle that came out and it's like all right well we're gonna work on finding that piece and getting it back in there and or you know improving it whatever we're gonna we're gonna fix that and then you know hopefully that when the energy is done with that if, if there's something else that needs to be worked on we can work on that when it gets there you know time changes things are constantly changing and we need to constantly being reevaluating and improving our situations and our happiness. But I think if we just ignore it, that problem gets bigger and bigger and then it just kind of takes over those other things and it can just kind of rock that foundation. So I hope that you can find something of value that the Radio Fam brings to you, whether it's just a smile for the day. And I really, truly appreciate everyone that supports this brand or me or what I do. And I just really can't thank you enough. It sometimes gets really overwhelming and I know that there's some people like it's just so hard to keep up with everybody because there's just so many people I have my eyes on because I mean literally I follow what like 5,000 people or something it's just it's really hard to keep track of all you amazing talented people so you know if I haven't noticed you yet you know just tag me and stuff like you really have to just tag me all the time because it's just really hard to keep up and anyway um keep working on your situations don't put all your eggs in one basket and if there's anything 
I can do to help, please reach out. I can hopefully point you in the right direction. And um, I hope you're enjoying this podcast series so far. Cheers.